and welcome to episode 54 of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. Should that become Phil's Photo Video podcast because that's my new naming? One of the many things we can talk about today and think about. So today, tonight, today's or this week's show title is Failing to Plan Equals and then a kind of blushing emoji. Uh, failing to plan is planning to fail. And I've been doing a lot of planning this week and it's something that I want to get some momentum on to help me post lockdown. Um, one of the things that I want to do for video is to have a plan so that when I go out there I know what I'm doing. Plans in some situations can be a, a best attempt, best endeavour because invariably things can crop up, particularly if you're dealing with like general public and stuff. But uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff around where I want to go, what I want to do, jotting notes, having thoughts. I do a lot of thinking when I go out on my daily walk, I normally do over a couple of miles. And um, although today the weather's awful, so that may may not happen. And I've got some things on this afternoon, which I'll talk about a bit later. So yes, planning to fail, <laughs> failing to plan is planning to fail. Uh, always important to have a plan and these can be whatever you want them to be. I, I like kind of framework type plans and things that I can just add bits and pieces to. I mean, planning takes all forms. I, I plan this show by having a, a little note, you know, in the um, notes app. And I just create one for each show, put notes in there during the week, and then do a final kind of summing up the day or so before just to prep. And even today I added some uh, some more pieces into it. So, and, and then those notes, uh, copied and pasted. I like smooth workflow. So yeah, copied and pasted into the show notes. I add any hyperlinks and uh, it's as simple as that. So... I've done a bit more tweaking to this sound. Um, there may be at some stage in the future a situation whereby I I don't actually change the settings one week to the next, but I am I strive for the radio voice and I'm quite pleased with what it's got, but I just think it was lacking a bit of bass. So I've added some bass to it this week, or at least I think I have. Temptation is to not go too mad, so I might do it, well, I think I've done it incrementally. But the the playback on the device itself that I record on the roadcaster sounds one way. And then when I've processed it, it sounds slightly differently because there's always some compression. It's recorded in a waveform w, .wav file. And then after some processing in um, Audacity app on the Mac, I, um, I export it to an MP3. And that's what all podcasts are, are in for kind of um, streaming devices and, and, the so, and, and the like and so on. All about the plans. Have a plan. Whatever you do in life, have some kind of plan because it really will make your life much easier. So what else happened? Well, I sold a headshot image last week. Um, I don't think I mentioned it. So it was a shoot from last summer and um, a lot of actors do struggle financially and this actor confessed she was also in that group and she bought a couple of images at the time and said, oh, I'll come back towards the end of the year when I've got a bit more money. And uh, and she did that and she bought just one additional one, but that's some money in the bank account. What else have I been doing? Well, I've been deep diving into the wonderful world of YouTube analytics. So back in the summer when I was doing more kind of photography stuff, uh, I started to look at the analytics that, that are produced for my website um, and for the advertising that I was running at the time. And I also looked at YouTube and really there wasn't much activity at all. There was um, a video, which I'll come on to later, that was one of my, or is currently my biggest number in terms of views. Uh, and occasionally people would dip into some of our vlogs, typically Seville, that's been quite popular. And um, 
I, the YouTube really wasn't doing much, but now it's a different story. So uh, I looked at one stat last night and it said the viewing hours of your channel was something like 20.6 hours worth of content being viewed in the previous month. And in the last month or the last 28 days, it's gone up by another 50.7 hours. So it's quite nice. Um, obviously the volume, uh, the views are up, but it does tell you how long people watch videos for, which isn't always as good as you would like, but I think that's part and parcel. And obviously you strive to do something that will keep the viewer engaged. Uh, it's got some, I think I mentioned last week, it's got some bits where it tells you where there's dips in performance and that can help you learn from uh, when you're putting together content in the future. Not that you would necessarily record exactly the same thing time and time again, but you know, themes will emerge. Do you hang on too long on a clip? You know, it should really be these kind of three, three to five second changes. Otherwise, people get bored. And that's exactly how we see a TV a show or a film. It's cut, 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 cut. But you don't realise because it's done as part of the storyline and the dialogue carries it on and so on. One of the other things I've been doing is to change the YouTube thumbnails. So these are what's presented on the YouTube page when people are doing a search. So it'd be their search results. And the idea is you get something that's eye-catching. And I... I went for simplicity, uh, typically just a single label over the place it might be, like Seville or Palma de Mallorca or Budapest. Uh, but I've been consistent with the font and the colouring, black on white or white on black, because that's how my logo is put together. And uh, while I'm doing that, I just realised something else that I've done. I'm just going to add to my notes and then I'll talk about it shortly. I like to keep these things done, you know, accurate to what I do each week. So... I hope there'll be some additional um, visual appeal from that and that people will think, oh yeah, I'll have a look at that because it's just clear. It doesn't have loads of fancy graphics or a lot of people on YouTube do a kind of a facial expression to show what they're trying to you know, convey in their video, whether that's anger, surprise, shock, pleasure, whatever it might be. So um, I've, I've went through all of my videos on YouTube and I've updated the thumbs, so we've got some consistency on there now. So that's good. And obviously time will tell how that will actually uh, will actually take. Uh, the other thing I did this week was to submit some stock video footage to a company called Pond5. Uh, I've done no stock video in the past and everything that's on here will be going to Pond5 as an exclusive, which means I get more of a cut. Um, if but hopefully when people download the clips and I didn't want to go mad by putting a huge batch in for them to approve uh, I wanted to kind of establish a presence there so I've literally just done four different clips from the recent snowfall tagged them and titled them and all those things that you have to do when you submit them and they're with their approvers now so I I put them up there Monday morning we're now Wednesday morning um, I think they take a few days so maybe by the end of the week I'll know how successful I've been in getting past their approval I might do a little tweak and tag tweak to the some of the titles and tagging afterwards just to help discoverability uh, and assuming that all works okay and of course you know they may knock some back and I'll have to redo them but you know that's part of working with stock footage and imagery <clears throat> and I will uh, I will then look to put some more up because I've got quite a bit and it they don't need to be long clips you don't need to include sound you don't really need to go mad even on an edit I mean it's pretty much as is because people who buy these clips will in, incorporate them in in their in their work um, whatever that might be so I'm hopeful that this will be another little passive income uh, side stream um, that is side stream even a word well it is now side income stream uh, 
but you know, you, you have to be in it to win it. There's footage on there. I have used it in projects, but it, I'm happy for other people to use it if they can get some value from it. And the license is all negotiated for you by Pond5 and they just uh, send you some money when it gets drawn, drawn down, drawn down, downloaded. So that's good. I'm positive about that. I made a gear purchase. I'd seen this item for sale and review on YouTube. It's called a, a shoulder pod G2 and it's basically a little kind of holder for your iPhone clips in and you can clip other things to it like microphones and lights and bits but it's a nice sturdy solid build product and more than happy with the reviews I thought yeah I'm going to purchase this um it's an odd one though because it wasn't available on Amazon it might have been once but it wasn't now it's a Spanish company I think they're based in Barcelona so there were some European suppliers selling them but of course we've now got this additional duty that we need to pay because we've been brexited grr and uh, so you've got a delivery plus, you know, these hidden costs because they've been in the news about these sort of things. And I thought, well, that's fine. I could go direct to the company, but I still have to pay that. In fact, they didn't even have an option for England. Europe did not include England, Great Britain or United Kingdom. Very strange. And we also weren't in the rest of the world. So they just cut us out. But I found it on Selfridges website. Now, I would never have normally thought of going to Selfridges. Um, massive store with a huge history but you yeah, never thought of going there for a purchase and actually I'm glad I did so the price was good it was kind of comparable one of the things that took my eye was so they did a um, five pound delivery or for ten pound you could have a year they call it Selfridges Plus and a year's next day delivery uh, free returns and there were some other perks in there as well I think so I thought well yeah I'll, I'll go for it made the purchase on Saturday thinking well next day obviously yeah they're going to process it on Monday and it'll arrive on Tuesday well how about this it arrived Sunday lunchtime so less than 24 hours later so next day really meant next day beautifully gift wrapped um, brilliant communication in terms of I know they're auto generated but you know the emails that kind of track you through the process and uh, yeah delivered by DPD who are one of the better courier companies and it's a great product i haven't actually taken it out of the house yet but i will do but it's i mean it's slightly odd looking um but i'll put a link to it in the notes should you be curious as to what a shoulder pod g2 looks like but selfridges couldn't fault them um and of course it's encouraged us for you know to to make more use of selfridges now i mean they're a bit like a john lewis in terms of if, if you wanted one of those classier gifts or products that you might find difficult to get hold of even in the food line perhaps and when we when things are better um so yeah a bit, bit of luxury so thank you selfridges i was delighted with um you know the experience and it it, it makes me want to shop there again it's, it's give me that good feeling so that was cool what other things have i done uh, i've joined clubhouse so have you heard about clubhouse it's a new kind of app at the moment it's only iphone it's invite only, so you need to know someone who's on it who can invite you, and they only get a limited number. I think I had two. I don't know how they work that out. It's basically, how can I describe it simply? A kind of global conference call. So it's not Zoom, there's no video element. You just log in with your phone if you like. Um, you can set up a meeting at any time with anyone. You have followers and people you follow, and there are some groups that have clubbed together for certain needs i mean there's a lot of creative groups on there um but basically it's you hang out and have a chat and you can just join any group have a listen request to be added in and one of their moderators will let you in i've not done any of that yet but some of my uh 
fellow photographers and I got on a call yesterday morning for an hour and a half or so and it was really good. The call quality was good. I guess that's down to your own network connection uh, or data connection, Wi-Fi, whatever it might be. And we um, just discussed a number of different things, but the experience was pretty cool. I mean, I I don't know where this will go. I'm sure ultimately they'll need to open it up to other platforms such as Android. But um, as a, a simple way of having a chat with a group of people, I thought it worked really well. So, um, yeah, Clubhouse. So you might hear about it more and more as time moves on. It was set up by a couple of Silicon Valley guys and... I think they're already millionaires, but they're probably going to somehow make some more money here. I'm not sure how. Um, maybe they'll monetize it, but we'll see. So I uh, the other thing I did was submit my business card order. So I'd kind of drafted a design and I tweaked it every other day for about a week, um, submitted the order, and I think they're out for delivery now. Really simple design. Logo, Phil Swallow photo video at the top. My phone number, email and website details on the left and on the right, a little QR code, which will take you to my website. So nice and simple. Um, and that's the handout. I, I, as I'm doing more video, if I'm going to be doing stuff in the public arena, I just want to kind of be prepared. If people think I'm some weirdo, um, I can just say, no, this is what I do. Here's a business card, you know, scan the website and you'll um, you'll hear and see more about me. So just just to prove the legitimacy of, of what I do and what I plan to do post lockdown so that was cool I'm looking forward to getting those in I, I think I just did a small order for now see how they go um, I've got loads of old ones in at home but they'll go in the recycling couple of other things to finish firstly um, Sue and I have been setting up the house a little bit for us having our own room so Hannah my daughter moved out she's now living with her mum in a new place um, there's some stuff to kind of process from what was her room so Sue's going to go in there slightly bigger room for her needs I'm going to stay in here where it sounds a bit bit more dead bit more controlled for things like podcasting and I'm probably going to do some YouTube videos set up in here as well and it enables us to kind of have separation from well, from each other no separation from what we do so it can be completely enclosed in there and it's a nice space looking out the window I've got the options here so I'm going to have a little desk at the back of the room where I'll have my um, my laptop but I wouldn't do shooting up here per se um, that can be done elsewhere in the house and obviously we've still got our own bedroom we've still got our own living room and all that sort of stuff it's nice to have options within the house to pursue what we want to do um, but we're just going to take our time over it to so say there'll be some sorting out of cupboards and wardrobes and things um, and then we'll move some of the, the items into Sue's room so she's got somewhere more organized for all of her body shop stuff so that'd be cool i mean it would be nice in a situation like this just to be able to pop down to ikea and buy stuff but that's not really an option at the moment so i mean we may have to place an order for some stuff just to get it delivered and avoid any aggravation but we'll we'll see what happens there one other bonus thing that i just thought of about the car so yeah I, i've reached out to try and get the car sorted um nothing at all from the garage that reached out to me and chased me up within a day but well, we know why probably um what i did do though was switched my electricity tariff i'm with octopus and we've got one of these super green tariffs all renewable but there's a way a, a way you can get one of their tariffs they call it octopus go which is where between 12 30 a.m and 4 30 a.m electricity is about a third ish of normal rate kilowatt hour rate so i signed up to that and at the moment we're just using it to put the dishwasher on at that time because there's a delay thing that you can build in. Um, 
going forward, it'll be the time that we ass- uh, assign the car charging for overnight for as and when that needs to be done. Go get the car first, obviously. Bit weird though, because I said, right, so that's my electricity tariff change because it expired in March. Can I now change the gas as well? They said, yes, just click this button. I click the button and it changes everything. Well, I don't want to just change back to a non-Octopus Go tariff and not be able to take advantage of that cheap charging period. Anyway, it's with them at the moment. I'll probably have to chase them up and say, guys, I've got the electricity. That's in contract. As you look at your own systems, just need the gas so I can get on the greenest tariff possible and maybe that'll align with the same time period. Who knows? They've been a good company. They're, they're pretty responsive. One of these few ones where you send an email and you kind of feel confident you'll get a response. It won't be lost in the... Uh, in the ether. So finally, it is tinnitus awareness week this week and tinnitus is a horrible condition. I suffer from it. Sue does. And uh, I think many people do actually because it's not something, you know, the ear defending is not something that um, is practiced or preached as much as it should be. But two years ago, uh, we did a video, Sue and I, for Dave Hewitt, Dave's tinnitus story, and it's on my YouTube channel and I'll do a link in the notes. It'd be great if you could have a look at Dave's story. He's a lovely guy. And Dave was um, the one who sadly lost his wife, Sylvia, uh, back in November last year. So, And I've mentioned about this on the show. So, yes, so Dave was a professional jazz trombonist and had to quit his career through damage caused by tinnitus. And unfortunately, Dave's now got Parkinson's and is obviously very much grieving. So and we plan to do a little film. Dave actually asked me a few weeks back about this. And of course, yeah, once lockdown's done, delighted that he wants to do a bit more. So we'll just do a kind of follow up and hopefully that'll gain some um, some traction with people. People can understand his story a bit more. Lovely guy. I uh, wouldn't wish the condition on anyone. It's, um, it's really nasty. So on that note, take very good care of yourselves. I'm going to sign off now at the end of episode 54 of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell your friends, pass it on, share it, however you do it. We'll speak again next week. Mm-hmm.